Hey, I won't bug you too much. There are a few ways you can support the Brad and Brit cast. One of them is to shop at our Amazon store. That's shop.bradandbrit.com. Many of you have been doing this, and we certainly appreciate it. Doesn't change the price of the stuff you're buying at shop.bradandbrit.com. You can donate via PayPal. That's at Brad and Brit. On Venmo, it's BBCast. And on Cash App, it's BDUB336, BDUB336. And another great way to support us is to give us a five-star review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, wherever. Just give us a five-star review. Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. All right, it's the Brad and Brit cast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, just before we began, uh, Brit, uh, by the way, we've got a couple now running things here. Mm-hmm. that uh, we need to make sure we, we don't forget about. Number one is things that are too stupid to talk about. Number right. two is is why is so-and-so dead, but Trump is still alive. Right. Those are both great bits. And, num- <laughs> and number three, uh, shit that you forgot that Trump did or said that when you remind the other person, they go, you're right. Sorry. That was only thing number 8,412 that would come up into my mind. But there's an unending number of of things. And uh, I had completely forgotten about the fact. And you reminded me, you, you broke this one back into my brain. Yeah. That Trump's nickname for Mark Zuckerberg was Zuckerbucks. Now, again, let's not analyze it because, you know, as if Mark Zuckerberg eclipses Donald Trump in greed. Let's not even go there. It's, it's the man's pointless. motivated by money, and that offends Donald right. Trump. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. So so that's kind of one of his greatest ones, but it's really one of his worst ones because I don't wanna I it, don't wanna tell you I hate to I mean I won't burst your bubble. I don't think that was original. I think he got that from some stupid ass right wing side or so there's no he's not had an original thought in many, Brit, many years. Brit, what what did Limbaugh say all the time? Until I say it, it doesn't matter. Right? Remember? <laughs> remember that bullshit? Until I until, die, no, no one until dies. I, yeah, until I steal it, okay. <laughs> It, it it doesn't matter, um, <laughs> right? Now, but I think we, we should use that to 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 go at what uh, Zuckerberg did on Tuesday in responding finally to uh, all the the hearings and the revelations yeah. in the Wall Street Journal, um, and the complicity and the. By, by the way, this takes the question: uh, What did they know, and when did they know it? <laughs> to a level that will probably never be equal because the answer is they've known all the way, probably from minute one, that this has the potential to be uh, damaging Facebook, Instagram, social media, the right. use of, of the information that they, they get from everyone and, and they bore into your life and, 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 and pass it on and sell it yeah, and blah, 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 the whole thing, you know, the, the very, the very reason, uh, you know, if you, if you look for a coffee table on Google, okay, and for, for two seconds, then for the next three weeks, you get ads for coffee tables everywhere you're searching. That's another example. That's not Facebook doing it. That's Google doing it. But uh, Facebook, obviously, in the crosshairs here for good reason. And, and we don't have to go over all of those other reasons. And 
what I wanted to, to, to get to very, very quickly, I wanted to compare what appears to be this almost inhuman quality about Zuckerberg and the robotic yeah. uh, PR-related bullshit that he, he put out in trying to uh, shift the blame and just beg just beg for some regulations, please. You you got it. You gotta help me here. I can't. I invented this thing. Would you just stop me? I can't I, stop I, myself. I can't stop myself. What are you gonna do? Right. And I thought, well, well, is there anything comparable in history where someone has invented something, right? And it it turned besides something in the movies or or. Dr. Frankenstein, the nuclear bomb, the atomic bomb. Stop right there. That is the answer. That is, is that the it? answer. Right. So, so let me. I, I, I decided to to do some quick reading here before we we started about uh, uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, yeah. uh, popularly known as the father of the atomic bomb. Um, it was kind of you know one of the main brains behind it, and. Uh, the difference between Oppenheimer and the atomic bomb and Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook is, is kind of simple. Uh, not only did uh, Oppenheimer realize all the way through, cause he was, he was, he was a rocket scientist. He was a genius. He was a mm -hmm. nuclear physicist, right? Mm -hmm. And he knew what he was developing and felt terrible, horrible all the way through that it was being used for the purposes that it was. And, you know, and I don't know if he atoned for it, but there there was some sense of, of, of shame. Yet at the same time, I think he expressed uh, the regret that he didn't get the bomb out quick enough so that this could be used on Nazi Germany. Mm. OK, uh, but other than that, in terms of having some kind of conscience, Oppenheimer just kicks Zuckerberg's ass. OK, yeah, kind of, I, I, yeah. because the equivalent. Oppenheimer memo in 1946, right after the bomb has been dropped on on uh, Japan a couple of times. This is before the Russians reveal that they have one. I don't think they revealed they had it. I think till 47 or 48, something like that. Then the Chinese came along. But imagine if Oppenheimer had put out a memo equivalent to what Zuckerberg did on Tuesday of this week, or or many of the other times that he testified. You know, Oppenheimer would be saying, um, I don't know what to do. You have to control the bomb. I, I, I had no idea. I was yeah, clueless. Right. Right. Or at the same time, it would be revealed that, yes, he did know. They all knew about it, and it should have never existed. Why did? But can you just control this? I, it's not my fault that I'm a genius and that I invented something yes. that turned out to be destructive, yet at the same time may have saved the world, but put us on a, a, a 60, 65-year uh, a path to, to a cold war and mutual assured destruction and all those things. So Zuckerberg right now, he may be at the top of the list of people who have invented something that got completely uh, out of control. I guess we should probably come here with uh, more examples of, of things like that, but uh, I mean, those, the, the fact that you, the first thing that came to your, this is like family feud. Okay. Yeah, that, that was bomb. such an, sometimes the obvious answer is the right answer. And, yeah. and that is because there's, there's nothing like it. So, well, the, the uh, company, as you said, is responding really greatly. This is part of the thing. 
Uh, Zuckerberg calling on Congress to impose age limits on internet access after the yeah. Facebook outage. That's the problem, Brad. Apparently, we have some people underage who are accessing the internet. I, I think he's got onto the right idea there, Brad, or is that too stupid for us to talk about? Well, um, I'm, I'm totally with him because as long as we don't have anybody under uh, the age of, uh, let's pick a, pick a year, eight, you're 18, 18, yeah. okay, then everything will be fine. But we'll leave the people over 18 to continue to use Facebook to plot the overthrow of the United States of America <laughs> and true. governments all around the world. Because it's it's all about the age. It's, it's all about is. the age thing. Jeez. It's funny because it, it, it's hard to find a guy who has made more money manipulating the uh, emotions of, of teenage girls than Mark Zuckerberg. It's really very difficult for you to name someone. Well, so he's saying, he's saying that, right, but, but he's now saying, okay, that, Stop me. Stop that me shouldn't from doing be done. Yeah. Right, okay. So, so in this imaginary world where you right. could flip a switch and no one under 18 would ever be using the Internet, Right. I know. I keep laughing because it's too stupid to, to even <laughs> contemplate. I just I think some people know that I work at a nine one one center. I can't wait to I just saw a thirteen year old access the internet. Y'all need to send somebody. I can I can't wait for those calls. That's gonna well, be good. Britt, that'll be the law in Texas, as you know. Because they <laughs> they like to use citizen enforcement down there. Citizens arrest, citizens arrest. <laughs> um but but now we can bring back the famous tobacco analogy here because uh, as you know it was illegal i think it's still illegal to sell cigarettes to kids under 18 isn't that right it is you still can't now of all the things that have been uh uh done to tobacco companies and rightfully so over the last whatever number of years the the age limit is probably the most irrelevant, least effective thing ever, since there's not one person within the sound of our voice or that can see us that either wasn't smoking themselves uh, in the bath at whatever age. Is there anybody? I'll turn the question around. Is there anybody watching us or listening to us that started smoking after 18? Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great point. Now that always, of course always not. That's, yeah. But that's why I'm here, Britt, to make great yeah. points. That's and it. So, so the the uh, the idea that this is just a, an age access thing regarding the internet and you know, by extension Facebook is so disingenuously full of shit <laughs> that it's <laughs> it's not to be believed. It it it, it really isn't. Now, really you would is. you would think you know a multi-billion dollar company like Facebook would have a very sophisticated corporate communications department where they would craft good messaging responses to things. You would think that that would be this is what you don't want to do. You don't want to go on television saying that the whistleblower doesn't know shit and she's not an expert in these areas. That's probably Brit. not the thing that you want to do Brit. if you, if you're part of the corporate culture you, at Facebook. Your 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 original uh, premise is wrong. They don't have that. They don't have. And, and by the way, what is a sophisticated, high powered, intelligent response? Would that be what the tobacco companies did for all those years? 
to you Buffalo. Do the, you do the, you, you, you know, is that what you're hoping for? For Facebook to be able to kick I, the ball down the road another hundred? No, you don't want no, that. No, I happen they, to know that there's a group of professionals who get paid a lot of money on a floor at that building, and they're called corporate communications. And I don't think the proper response is, fuck whoever comes after us. I don't think that's the proper way to do that. I think that's like, we will take her at her word. We are doing our own proper investigations. And you give them the corporate speak. You don't go, hey, fuck you, and let's bury her under a steamroller. I don't think that is the correct response. I think what you did was you made the case for it is different this time. Because what you said is what they've done in the past. They've always soft-pedaled it. Zuckerberg will show up in Congress and be very polite and give... Uh, nebulous weirdo answers that no one really understands, but he doesn't go on the offense. He doesn't attack anyone. And they decided this was a conscious decision clearly over the last few weeks, as the information started to roll out there via the wall street journal and elsewhere, uh, coming to a head on Monday when you had testimony in front of Congress on, on Monday and, and Tuesday, that that's not going to work this time. Uh, The best defense for us now is we got to go on offense. We have to come up with specific solutions, even if they're not really solutions. But we have to come up with something that sounds like we care this time. But we do have to push back on some of the specifics. And we'll do it uh, in classic um, passive-aggressive things. Like, uh, uh, you know, there's no possible way an intelligent person would think that block. Okay, and then you fill in things like that. We would want our children to be uh, given bad body images. No intelligent person thinks a company would really want that. Well, you know what? When they put that kind of garbage in front of a statement, what that really means is they are guilty of that in the second part of the sentence. Um, And we don't know how to get out of it because it's so egregiously horrible that we'll just put it in the category of no one would ever possibly. There it is. There it is. So, but do you? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you because I don't I don't know the answer to this. You you could wave a magic wand. You could be Joe Biden. You could be king of the world, whatever. And you would today say, "I've got the solution. This is what we need to do in terms of government regulation of Facebook." What would you do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I don't because know. I I I don't think that there is uh, a simple answer. Somebody would have had it. Um, I it's, think part of it, it is to have this whistleblower in charge of some sort of government entity that somehow, and they have to show some transparency, well, and, and they need I, she needs to look into what's going on. I, I hear I hear you, but I'm also slightly sympathetic to what uh, you often bring up, but you haven't brought up today. Yeah, which is oh yeah, uh, the government will do a great job on this, like they do on blank. And, you know, there is there's a there's certainly a lot of evidence that uh, that they may not be the greatest regulators on on something that is kind of beyond many, mm. many of them. I mean, where that where are the best and the brightest going to work in uh, this industry? Are they going to go to work for the government for one hundred and twelve thousand a year or are they going to mm. keep working for Facebook and Google, you know, for four million yeah, <laughs> um, stock options and all that? Right. It, it, it just, uh, um, but, but, and I hate to lean on the, but they got to do something. And of course, as you know, something bad is probably worse than, than not doing as much. But, but I, I think there's a, there's a line that's been crossed that, that can't be, 
step back behind anymore, where um, when the documents show that you knew and you did nothing, and part of Zuckerberg's statement on Tuesday was full denial, full denial of the idea that we would put profit over people <laughs> is just, are you nuts? Are I'm you offended. whack? Yeah. Uh, so now this statement, of course, is not going to be the end of this. It's it's only the beginning. And he is going to have to undergo in-person questioning on this um, from from people in in Congress. And I don't know. I don't I don't know how that's all going to go. Um, but the uh, fact is. uh I'm glad I don't have little kids. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have have little kids to, to, to worry. It's a false about. narrative that Facebook doesn't care. He says it's illogical to think that they would put out misinformation or uh, support no. misinformation. It's illogical to my ass. <laughs> That's what he said. He's saying this when clearly the whistleblower goes, look, it works. It works out nicely for them. The bullshit gets more engagement and it makes them more money and they yeah. like to make more money. I mean. Right. Right. It, it, Britt, if, if you put up pictures of your dog or it's your travelogue uh, or it's two idiots like us talking during mm -hmm. the day, mm -hmm. yeah, we're not going to get millions of uh, inquiries. We're not going to get millions of hits. We're not going to no. get passed around because, uh, no. well, the fact that we suck probably has something to do with <laughs> it's it. It's got but, something but, to uh, do. It does have something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, political engagement, negative political engagement became the bread and butter of Facebook. They didn't set out to do that. No, we know that, but, but sometimes things happen very quickly and, and maybe there must be some law, some rule, you know, like Godwin's law. You know, anytime a, a, right. uh, a thread starts to mention Hitler you know, Lose. that's it. It's over. Which, by the way, remember, God, we repealed Godwin's law at the beginning of Trump's administration. We did. Right, right. We repealed it because we said back then, you know, this is Hitlerian, the way he's approaching this presidency. And I want to pick up on that later in the uh, the Brad and Britcast. But yes. um, um, the 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 fact that these uh, um things are, are, are headed in a direction that they that they can't control um there's there's got to be i don't know if there's a way i don't know I mean, you, you can't close it down and you can't break it up because you know what if you broke it up if you if you think the problem is there's a corporate structure that controls instagram facebook mm -hmm. whatsapp and oculus or whatever the right. hell else they're if you just chop those up into separate companies, that doesn't change what they would be doing as separate no. little organizations. No. And they wouldn't be little, right? Instagram yeah. is is, is already bigger than, than regular Facebook in terms it's of massive. ad revenue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, uh, anything that can be abused will be abused. There must be some kind of law, some kind of rule. Or uh, let, let me come out of from a direction anything that porn can get its hands on and get into it will do that 
right? Anything, yeah, any platform that can be used any to distribute platform, pornography. Platform, yeah. Right. yeah, right, 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 right. That's so, accurate. but, but um, this is fun, and I, this is the, another interesting part to me. And you can whack me on this because I'm looking at the front news or the front page of FoxNews.com. This story is they barely pay any attention to this Facebook thing. I don't think they know how to play it. I'll be honest with you, because they hate Facebook. And of course, Facebook was bad to Trump and, and kills conservatives. But they also don't like the idea that the government's going to regulate something and they can't well, they can't figure out how to get their hands around this story. Well, but but they 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 can't, but they do. And, and they're they're not that far off from from, you know, probably what we're saying. And they can do that by saying it's about the children. They can play the it's about the children oh, card if they want to for this. But uh, what's at the top of their page? Because as you know, I, I addressed something yesterday mm -hmm. about what I've noticed the last few days has been every hour on the hour nonstop that they've been beating a drum on this full of shit that I was uh, subject to that notification Monday night while I was watching football that the right. big crisis in America is the war on parents who are going to be carted off to jail for objecting to critical race theory, <laughs> that Merrick Garland, who is Herman Goring, is well, sicking the judge. So that's as we speak. Hour. As we speak on uh, Wednesday afternoon, we have had to go with some breaking news about uh, Texas authorities at the home of a suspected Arlington High School shooter. Yeah, And then they've got okay. the Garland story just under that. And then let's see, there's a, uh, oh, it's the Brian Laundry thing. All right, well, so they're, can, they're, I, can I can I just say something? Sure. The the, the, uh, the armed, you know, the the, the Texas shooting yeah. that just goes without saying. They all do that. That's definitely a, they all do that. Okay. Of course. So that doesn't that doesn't count. That's just of there. Course. That's just and, and the Brian Laundry store. You know, that's kind of just there now. Also, so they they all just run with that. So I would s submit to you that their top story still is. Oh yeah. That the uh, attorney. What is it? Attorney General linked to group promoting critical race theory yeah. as DOJ. DOJ moves against critics. What the fuck does that mean? What the hell does that mean? It means nothing. Do you promoting? Wait a minute. Hold up, Brett. But I haven't clicked on the story yet. The, yeah. What does that say? That Merrick Garland is the critical race theory guy? Attorney General Merrick Garland is facing well, fresh scrutiny, Brad, for his ties to a company that promotes the type of content Parents the are opposing in their ongoing battle with local school boards. Stop. I'm going to read that again. I'm going to read that again so we can disseminate the bullshit. It's important to get granular. He's it facing is. fresh scrutiny for his ties to a company that promotes the type of content parents are opposing. Not anything that the parents are actually opposing, but it's in the neighborhood. We're doing Wait, the neighborhood keep, play as they do going, in Major League Baseball. Because remember, remember. There are no school districts except for maybe one in inner city San Francisco and 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 one in Manhattan somewhere that have ever said the three exactly. words critical race theory in a classroom to a kid. But go ahead. Now, go ahead, I want you to I want you flies. to follow this tie. This is a very strong tie. As noted, the New York Times reported in 2018 that Garland's daughter Rebecca had married paranormal co-founder Zan Tanner. Oh, Zan Tanner, okay? He's the co-founder of Paranorma. Pa I'm sorry, Panorama. I'm going to get this right. Panorama's ties to CEO Mark Zuckerberg have also inspired skepticism as his company has come under fire for the way it uses data and impacts users' psychological data. So this well, Panorama, apparently... Well, uh, well, well <laughs> where, where, where does critical race there come in there? Well, apparently the Panorama... 
Panorama's contract was part of a broader $78.8 million investment of coronavirus relief <laughs> directed towards a welcoming and culturally responsive environment for students. Brad, the tie could Stop not it. be more clear. It could not be more clear. <laughs> Shoot, me Mary Mary. Shoot me now. Is it <laughs> rabbit Mary season Gar or duck season? Shoot me now. <laughs> rabbit season. <laughs> so. His daughter married somebody who's with Panorama. Panorama is doing something, and it's not good. Fox News viewer, be afraid. I, I'm Fox sorry, Panorama. Be afraid. Hang on. First of all, the, the 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 name Panorama that was the name of the show hosted by Maury Povich in the 1980s Maury on Povich. Channel Five in Washington. Okay, before Panorama. he lost his mind. <laughs> right, right. Back when people before went, he met that, hey, before he met hey. that 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 Connie Chung, that uh, Chung person. Right. Back when people in D.C. were going, is that Shirley Povich's kid? That's what that, right. that's what that was in the eighties, correct? Right. All right. So so we don't have to read any more details. All <laughs> no, it does this is, is that's just that. But that's just another. I mean, this is their new uh, fake culture war bullshit thing that they are pushing out hard. Yeah. And of course, if you see, if you read in regular normal media beyond that idiot right wing bubble about what the attorney general has uh, said and what he has uh, uh, asked around the country, if the federal government has some role in making sure that the people who are on school boards, yeah. who are elected officials at the local level, are not subject to threats and violence by people, okay? Emphasis, people. Pe it doesn't say parents. We have to get right. And, and, uh, Fox, the right with they are they're trying to weaponize this. Oh this, yeah. This kind of it, it it's just sickening. It Do you is think it's getting any traction? Sickening. Do you think it's getting any traction no, among their viewers? It's not no, gonna no, get traction. Sure. It's not gonna get traction in any kind of literal sense. Well, but as we all know, it doesn't matter. It's just part of the pastiche. <laughs> you just throw it out there of, yeah. of paranoia. And you then it just gets carried. Put, just put it, it gets on the carried pile. on a million. It gets carried on a million Facebook posts, right? Like we're back to the beginning, where people just, oh, this right. is bad. It's terrible. It's right. I and, just and think. So, I think Merrick Garland should have told told his daughter, "You can't marry that guy." I just think she should have done that, and I don't know why he didn't do that. Brad. Right. See, but I don't don't even argue the merits of it because it's too <laughs> stupid. It, that that is it's it is too stupid to talk about because remember all of this. In the end, stripped away, stripped away, is about getting Donald Trump reelected president. Okay, well, yeah. And, and this, this is what it is. This is yeah. what it is all the way. And there is a fantastic piece. I should post it up. You know, if we're on Facebook here, I'll put it up on my page. You put it up on yours. A great piece by uh, uh, Jonathan Chait today, uh, out of New York Magazine, and uh, it's pretty damn binary, and it's pretty damn accurate i think anybody fighting joe biden is helping trump's next coup okay mm -hmm. and it's 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 there it talks about all the people who even if they came out after january 6th and denounced trump for five minutes 10 minutes later they were back in the fold whether it's nikki haley or mitch mcconnell or yeah, kevin lindsey, mccarthy yeah lindsey all of the every one of them every one of them Britt put it up on the screen. If you're watching us, um, we'll post yeah. it or you can find it. If you have Apple uh, uh, products and you get the Apple News thing, it's it's there in the New York Magazine. It's it's easy to get. Um, 
but I, I think it's 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 absolutely accurate. And he references the Robert Kagan piece from two weeks ago in the Washington Post that and remember Kagan was a right winger. Kagan was for the war in Iraq. Kagan was a, a, a conservative firebrand, and his piece is so distressingly uh, horrible in terms of what it is warning about and how we are already in a coup, that the government is already being undermined to a point where we may not be able to turn it back into something that that we recognize. Um, he writes, uh, what's striking is how few Republicans accept the idea that the insurrection has fundamentally changed anything. None of them are acting as if their party poses any danger. Most of them are carrying on as if their next Republican nominee might be somebody like Nelson Rockefeller. <laughs> That's what Jay's writing in the No, no, piece. see, Britt, Britt, the difference is Nelson Rockefeller was really rich. He really had the money. <laughs> oh, that's so sad that Trump fell off of the Fortune 500. That is really that's, a shame, isn't it? That hurts. That hurts. Why and by the he, way, <laughs> even more of a reason to get him back into the presidency where he can start making money the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Make Trump rich again. What are you people doing? That's what, Stop it. <laughs> that's what we now. have to do. Shoot me now. That's what has to happen. Speaking of yeah. old media... This report that has come out that says the One America News Network, which is full of crazoids that uh, really support the insurrection, uh, that's almost entirely funded by AT&T, Brad. That's what they've come out with some documents. Yeah. A, a yeah Reuters great, review. great. Another, fuck, another fucking stock I got to sell. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> a Reuters review of court records shows that AT&T played, in, uh, a, played in, in creating and funding OAN a network that continues to sprint, spread conspiracy theories about the 2020 election and COVID-19. Robert Herring Sr. is your bad guy. He has testified that the inspiration to launch OAN in 2013 came from AT&T executives. They told us they wanted a conservative network. They only had one, which was Fox News, and they had seven others on the other left-wing side. When they said that, I jumped to it and built one. Since then, AT&T has been crucial in funding a, a crucial source of funds flowing into One America News Network, providing tens of millions of dollars in revenue, Brad. According to court records, 90% of OAN's revenue, that's 9-0, came from a contract with AT&T-owned television platforms, including DirecTV. So thank you, AT&T, for helping to mm. fuck up America and spread misinformation and disinformation. But, by the way, do appreciate I, it. I can't wait. I can't wait for John Oliver to get a hold of this <laughs> on his next show because he beats the shit out of uh, out of AT and T, his and parent they, company. They they they, they, they they haven't gotten rid yet of of uh, HBO. You know that it is going away. They are splitting it off, but but it's still it's still part of AT and T. I mean, this is this is terrible. This it's is really just bad. a terrible terrible thing because you know what it does. It really does feed into what I think you have to argue would be left wing conspiracy theories about the media mm -hmm. um however in this case this isn't a conspiracy theory this no. is just a financial fact yeah this okay? thing doesn't exist without financial AT &T. fact this okay. thing on its own accord and and again there's going to be some people who just just they kind of just dismiss this as oh there's msnbc and then there's this one over here and it's not it's not in any way the same thing it's they, it, it, it isn't because by the way those you know those other networks that you just named and, and by the way, even Fox itself uh, are not wards of the state. Correct. And I'm saying that in, in quotes. OAN, this piece of crap 
nothing is a ward of the state of AT and T, right? The, they keep they keep uh, uh, the channel on their platforms, including Direct TV, when no one would carry it. If probably they didn't get that kind of uh, extra little lift. Although I did, you know, on my TV, you know, I think that like the Roku channel mm-hmm. carries all that kind of shit. You know, yeah. I can yeah. I, I I didn't realize this until a few weeks ago, so I really wasn't right. looking for it. But right. One day I'm, I'm going through that menu and I love the Roku channel, and sure enough, there it is. It's a long thing, and, and it's got yeah. OAN and it's got Newsmax, Newsmax. And it's got all that yeah. crap. Right. It's, it's all there. Um, but this is a bad story. It's just it's just a bad bad story, and uh, I don't even know if that I don't think that guy is there anymore. I think he's long gone. It's um, the, the parent company of uh, One America is Herring Networks. That guy Herring. Yeah, there you so go. So he wasn't an AT. He wasn't an AT and T guy, no. but but somehow he sweet talked them into. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. Who knows? Uh, well, that, let me look. Well, at, there's I'm another. At, there's a, uh, by the way, there's another. Uh, there's another uh, week long series for some major news organization to to go after because that's not enough. I want more no. on that story. This is a good one. You'll remember in 2005, this Herring fellow offered a million bucks to Terry Schiavo's uh, husband oh, to so see custody of Terry to Terry's parents. That's how this. Yeah. That's how what an asshole. No, so that, that so this this guy's just completely. Yeah, you know, he's like the Mercers. He's he's like <laughs> Richard Melonscape. He used to be. These these fucking right wingers with way too much money. Listen to this. Way too much influence. Listen to his bio on Wikipedia. Herring was born in Marksville, Louisiana, the son of a sharecropper. The family moved to California in 48 after his father died. He dropped out of high school at age 14 and worked to support his family. In 1964, he founded a small chain of pet shops in L.A. County. Oh, my God. This is guy. I mean, it's it's like the the wet dream of every conservative. This kid just he just pulled himself up by his bootstrings. Can't you can't you appreciate this great American success story, Brad? That this man has Marksville, Louisiana, which no one has ever heard of. Yeah, it's 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 very troubling, and it's not the same. Even even on Fox News, where they're distributing some very dangerous and deadly information, I think it's fair to say at this point the information that's been distributed, especially by Tucker Carlson, has been responsible for killing a lot of people. When it comes to COVID nineteen and not getting the vaccination, all that stuff, I don't even think that's a controversial statement. I know some people might fight it, but it's not that controversial that his misinformation, especially to a an at risk population, has cost a lot of lives. It really has, you know. And he he's gone unchecked. He continues to do it every single night. Yeah, uh, I guess he the other night he went went back to uh, the replacement theory. Uh, <laughs> Here's the here's the funny thing, you know, that, that anybody any immigrants who ever come into this country, by definition, yeah, if they're not white and they're not from Norway with perfect English skills and they know how to code, anything less than that in immigration is an attempt by the left to replace good, hardworking, uh, uh, uneducated white Christians who are the backbone of America and drive them into the sea or at least dilute their vote. So we must work very hard to make sure that immigrants can't vote and they can't get into the country. But here's the, the, the irony here is immigration is at the lowest point right now, I think, than it's ever been wow. since the the uh, the laws changed back in, what, 64, 65. It, mm-hmm. it is at the lowest point. So e- even if you, in your worst moment of, of, of racist insanity, 
believe that replacement theory, which, you know, for me, replacement theory is I got to put new batteries in my flashlight. That's my replacement theory. But other than that, in terms of, of human replacement, it, it, it just, it's, it's just so utterly insane because remember by definition, the United States has been involved in a, a 220 year uh, yeah. campaign of replacing ask the Native Americans, ask Native Americans about the yeah, replacement. Right, okay. Theory. So, right. There you go. So you start from there. So everybody yeah. got replaced then. So yeah. now the country starts in 1787, right? Yeah. The constitution. And there's what, three or 4 million people, I think in the country. So more people come, more people are born, but Immigration happens all the way through. You know, the Chinese came in the the 1800s because we need somebody to build the railroads and, and start, you know, good ethnic restaurants. We needed them. We needed them. Uh, were they replacing people who were here? Yeah. Were yeah. of course not. Of course yeah. not. Were were the Italians and 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 the Irish replacing people who were here? No. We needed cops and we needed pizza. Okay. They fulfilled a need. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's really no different now. And and interestingly enough, from a percentage standpoint, think how many more immigrants you would need of a certain kind in a country of 320 million. Yeah. See, again, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to have to stop you there. That, that is too stupid. It's too stupid. When you're drilling down, it's too stupid to talk about. It's too stupid to talk about. It's just, it's just too dumb. Well, what they, what they would like for you to believe as far as on Fox, as far as Tucker goes with replacement theory, it's a zero sum game. If we have one guy (laughs) come in from Guatemala, we have to kill one white person. (laughs) We have to murder them and put them in the ground. That's what happens. Well, it, it, but, but it, 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 that, that's true, of course, but it's not true. But the, of course, the the uh, uh, appeal of it to, to to folks who would go along with it is that if you've got ten white people who vote a certain way, yeah, if one or two or three people who don't look like them or may not vote like them come in, now you have thirteen people. And you've only got 10 out of 13. You've only got you know, 80%. You don't have 100% anymore. We've diluted and, and it. More yeah. than right. And, and, of course, this is just completely insane. It's insane, it's, but it's, he keeps it's idiotic. He loves it. It's his, It's like his default position. And the more that you – like, the more he gets – because I don't think anybody in management has said, you know, maybe you should just take it easy and back off a little on, on the on the replacement theory. Nobody's doing that, obviously, at Fox headquarters. But the more he gets criticized again, outside, again, the that, more he that isn't it. even a discussion. That's, That's not right. a discussion. <laughs> you, I you mean, really... you, you, and I have, you and I both know and we both read and we both realize that it's absolutely true that so, those yeah. shows at night operate as separate, completely separate, independent, apart from any kind of scrutiny management or into my office at uh, nine o'clock tomorrow morning, let's go over your show from last night kind of management. It doesn't exist and they can do whatever they want. And it's not relevant that uh, during the day they pretend they fake trying to not be quite as outrageously opinionated, which by the way, does not work for anyone with any degree of sophistication. So that of course knocks out the entire Fox audience because if they were, they wouldn't be watching it as their Bible, if they knew better. Um, 
Because they, but they, but they don't even get a call from like a sponsor going, "Hey, this is Target. We don't no, know if we're they, okay they with this whole genocide thing." They don't care. They don't. And see, Fox, yeah. in a way, does resemble the One American Network, which is largely funded or has been kept afloat by the uh, generosity of of AT and T. In that their business model is not like the other two. One of these is not like the others. They're the ones. They're not like MSNBC or CNN, which through their ratings are able to sell advertising to certain demographics, and that's where the the money. In addition is. to the subscriber, in addition to the subscriber per subscriber, right? Money but in well. in the case in the case of Fox, their yeah. money comes largely from the money that is uh, that they get from the cable yeah. companies right. that carry their channel much more. So they're much more weight. You know, it's almost like what's happened with newspapers where it used to be advertising drove the bus. That's how newspapers got big and fat on Sunday. And they weighed four pounds and they had all those ads. Even if you didn't look at them, didn't matter. There was a big reach for advertisers and they loved it. And they could cover the whole city of whatever they were in, wherever they were in. And it was great. And then the advertising went away car advertising left and, and and classified ads left the only thing they're left with obituaries and george will's column okay that's all <laughs> left in newspapers right. so so their answer their answer is to jack up the price of the uh, actual physical paper when you buy it or subscriptions yeah. online more you so with the newspapers to try to make up that that revenue loss and uh, for the most part, it doesn't work because it's a, it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a spiraling down the drain because, of course, if you raise prices enough, like they have with the paper that, that I get, where they just went from eighteen dollars and thirty-five cents to twenty-five dollars a month, you know, a thirty-five percent increase. Uh, you know, not everyone is, is 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 a wealthy landowner like I am that can afford that, and a lot of people are going to drop the paper. So the circulation. <laughs> How do they hire fewer people and charge more money for the paper? I don't understand that. How, how's but that happen? No, how's that work? It's it's kind of an extreme example. It, it is. It, it really is. Uh, and they're they're in this in, impossible um, uh, situation because everybody else gets stronger. And uh, hate to use the f word here, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, th 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 what? Give give me your gut feeling when you hear someone say, "Number one, I get my news from Facebook," or when they say something stupid, it's because I saw it on Facebook. Uh, and by the I way, did, I think society's over. That's what I think when I hear that because I hear it a lot. Of things that we're done. It's over. And, and I know. And see, <laughs> sometimes it, it's my mom. Sometimes it'll be like something, or like she'll just. I hate the copy and paste shit, you know, because now I'm seeing the thing that you were talking about last week about the $600 transactions at the bank. Now that's what I'm seeing now is that people are just like without any sort of examination at all, that it's going to be $600 and Joe Biden's going to be up your rectum and all this other shit. So I'm, I'm not encouraged. Let me put it that way. Finally, we'll finish with uh, this what? one. Top Trump aides reportedly preparing to resist January 6th subpoenas on the orders of the former president, including Western North Carolina's shittiest representative ever, Mark Meadows, in addition to Steve Bannon, Cash Patel, and Dan Scavino, they're just going to say, thank you, Congress, but we have a golf game that day, or I was going to eat it. Uh, I'm going to eat a Philly sub that day. Can't make it. Right. Um, 
I, I don't know what the leverage and the legal procedures will be this time around when uh, these people refuse to cooperate with lawfully issued mm -hmm. subpoenas that everyone else has to abide by. I don't know. I mean, a, as we all know, that was the playbook for the last four years and now into the fifth year of, of Donald Trump's reign, which is never cooperate, never, ever speak, keep it to yourself, delay, delay, delay. And if you delay long enough, the game clock will run down to zero. And clearly that's the, the plan here to not cooperate. And can these people be thrown in prison? Can they, you know, I, I don't know for the, there are all kinds of now, now clearly when Trump was president, it was his justice department and they weren't going to come down on people. No, they weren't going to help the Congress enforce any kind of rules. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know. And, and of course, then there's the, that's that time problem. It's the time problem. Here we are in the uh, the fall of 2021. The year is almost effectively over from a legislative calendar standpoint. Mm -hmm. So the minute you get into 2022, well, we can't do anything. It's an election year. And, and next thing you know, you're going to have an election that has been 100% questioned by every Republican and every right winger and every Trump saying the, the results are illegitimate unless our side wins. And even if our side wins, we're still going to demand a recount. One day they'll write a book about that one. Holy uh, shit. We want recounts on stuff that we won. And, you know, this could get buried in the background. I, th I think the, the more important, or at least for me, I'm trying to look at it this way. When it gets to the point where, and I can't remember who said it, it was one of the, you know, I don't know whether it was Lindsey Graham or, or Holly or any of them. They actually use this kind of phraseology. The January 6th, it's really just another day on the calendar. Why are you making a big deal of it? Oh, my God. I want you to think about what I just said. There. Oh now, and, of course, when I, when I first heard that, I thought, oh, my God, can you imagine if in... July of 1942, right. someone came along and said, December 7th, it's, that's just another day the, the, on the calendner September 11th, just another day on the calendar. That, honestly, that's like way worse than, you know, uh, Congressman Ilan said, well, some people did something. You know, that's like way worse just saying January 6th is another day on the calendar. Holy shit. Which, by the way, she did apologize for. She did. She, she did, did apologize, apologize for, that. for that. I mean, I'm, no, like I'm not a big fan, but but she did. Yeah. She did apologize. Oh, by the way, remember that's another ten. Never apologize. <laughs> Never admit you're wrong. Shows and weakness. Before you know it, you're right back to Mark Zuckerberg. Right. Yeah. Never apologize. Never admit you're wrong, and try to turn it back on, you know, the whistleblower or uh, those who are quote unquote misinterpreting. The information, right? Um, I, I, I don't think it's, it's going to fly. Uh, is, I mean, yeah. That, by the way, that's the least surprising story. I'm glad you ended with that. That, that uh, they're all yeah. in unison going to say we're we're not cooperating, we're not showing up, and 
that's they those... don't have yeah they don't have the uh, the cloak of a, a a president who will back them up they don't have a president uh, in office who will pardon them anymore uh i'm not sure i'm i'm willing to just take at face value them saying that and that that's going to hold i'm not so sure well, as, as time goes on, one of the things as far as running the clock out is that they just think that the January 6th stuff is going to get shoved to the back of the news burner. You know, this other stuff comes up. We're dealing with this. We got Brian Laundry to hunt down. And this stuff is kind of just it fades to the back so. for a lot of people. No. That's what, I think that's their no. I think that's their their idea. I, I don't you know what? That's no more going to happen than every time you say the words Tom Brady. I think deflate gate. It's never going to go away. <laughs> 